Welcome to another GNA podcast. We're going to have a really great night tonight. This is going to be a special episode. We're breaking a couple of cherries on some tabletop RPGs. We got we got some great people with us tonight. Matt Man is making a triumphant return. Oh uh, yeah, there's going to be blood everywhere from all this pop cherry popping. <laughs> We've cherry got, popping and pussy locking. We've got D from <laughs> Microbrew Gamers. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. We got Zyberblood joining us tonight. Hey, everyone. More torture. And last but certainly not least, the man, the myth, the legend, the Blue Shark 45. Blue oh, my God. 45. Did anybody think that uh, White Sheets was a bad idea for this experience? Oh, White Sheets, man. Yeah, I put on the thousand idea. count, man. I put on the thousand count. This shit's not good. No, I'm, just glad, I'm just glad I had my pants off. <laughs> yeah, let's not ruin any clothes here just don't, don't you sat and you slide right off that damn bed thank so, god the camera pops. is not on you so we, it's, 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 it's really interesting because matt ban and blue shark both said at one point in time that they had never played a tabletop rpg so i actually wrote this one specifically for you guys um, oh, you guys want it in the Star Wars RP, uh, the so Star Wars sweet. world. So this is in the Star Wars universe. But Zyberblood also said that he wanted this to be a mashup yep. of several different stories and several different, uh, let's say, themes. So while it's based in the Star Wars universe, you're going to have that kind of knowledge behind you that you've got that Star Wars universe there. Don't expect that everything you see is going to be the Star Wars universe. So let's just uh, let's go around the room quick. What's everybody drinking? Matt, uh, man, what are you chugging down? Uh, I'm so I went camping a couple weeks ago. That's one of the reasons why I wasn't really able to make went out of town for work and also took my family up there and kind of camped out. I ended up getting sick, so I came back a little early. But so I bought a bunch of beer up there that I didn't get to drink. So I'm just finishing that off. It is uh, a local brewery here. I think I've I think I've had this on before. Four Peaks uh, Hopknot. It's IPA. It's Ooh. delicious. It's like one of my favorite IPAs ever. Yeah, I love IPAs. Well, yep. Blue Shark. Blue Shark, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm uh, drinking the old, uh, good old uh, Blue Moon. <laughs> Hot dog water? No fruit, I'm assuming? <laughs> no fruit. Just out, straight out of the can. Zyberblood, what are you drinking? I think I see that gold well, top right I'm there. I'm back on the uh, more... more uh, I can talk. Damn, pre-graining. Uh, Mordello Negra. Negro Mordellos. Gotta love those. What about D? D, what you drinking tonight? Uh, D, I think you're muted, boss. Trying something a little bit new tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I got myself some Smirnoff Ice, watermelon mimosas, Ooh. and then after that I'm going to work on an IPA. I found a uh, new, really cool looking IPA from Dogfish Head. Very nice. It's a uh, IPA that has um, like orange peel in it and lemongrass. Is that the Namaste? Um, I don't think it's a Namaste. I'm not sure. I'll, I have it uh, sitting over at the uh, in the kitchen. Oh, I'll have to check that out. Well, I Sound myself really good. am drinking a Left Hand Brewing Company Milk Stout Nitro. It's an American stout. Um, I gotta say, I'm not a huge fan of milk stouts, but if this was recommended by the by the people that were at the shop. So I was like, yeah, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. Miles Davis Bitches Brew. Nice. Nice. So it's it's very nice. It's a very, very smooth, not offensive, with a, a very, very stouty aftertaste. But it's good. It's it's very enjoyable. See, uh, Blue Shark has a Negra there also. Mm, Got to love those things, man. All right, so I know that we're running out of, out of time here. So let's kick into this. So to set the stage quick, you are all on, you're all in prison. You're all inmates. Um, we'll kick into character descriptions and whatnot as we go on. Don't want to give too much away right away, but some basic rules. You can do anything you want. You can, if you want to spit in somebody's ear, you can spit in somebody's ear. Just bear in mind, you're going to pay the consequences. So you want to try to drop trow and dry dock a, a guard? You can do that. Be prepared to get <laughs> smacked in the balls with a stun stick. So, I'm totally sexing Blue Shark because he lied to me and, told, and tells everybody he's 45 when he's not. Oh, God. <laughs> um, 
Now, uh, everybody being in prison, you've all been in there for a short period. You've all been there for different periods of time, I should say. Um, so D's character, uh, you you are in kind of special circumstances, and we'll build into you. But basically, when you're talking, you are talking in character. So once we get this game started, uh, if you say something, I'm assuming it's in character. And if it's not, you know, if, if it's not in character, just call it out so we know. Hey, this is this is not part of game. We want to keep this out. Um, so because anything that you say, you know, if there's other people around, if there's other guards around, if there's other characters that you can interact with, they're going to have a reaction just like normal. The whole point of this is you are characters in a story. Uh, this story is yours to develop mold. I'm your referee. You, you say, hey, I want to I see if this is, this is an illegal pass. You ask me, is this an illegal pass? And I say, yeah, it's an illegal pass. Uh, everything is based on luck. Everything is based on rules. Some people are better Yellow at stuff flag, than others. Yellow flag, loss of yards. Exactly. Some people are better at, th- other, better at things than other people are, and that's based on your stats. So we've passed out all the character sheets. Everybody has had a pre-built character. We didn't go with character building this time around just to make it easier, a little bit more streamlined. So everybody has their character build. They have what their character is. Now, how you play your character from this moment on is completely up to you. So if your character is written as a complete and utter douchebag and you want to play the nice, happy-go-lucky, I help everybody, you go right ahead. Keep in mind, I've built this whole campaign around your characters playing their characters. So if you are a pilot, you want to play a pilot. Because if you don't play a pilot, there's a good chance that everybody is going to suffer because of that. Now, you might want everybody to suffer. You might really be that evil genius type of person that you want everybody to suffer in every which way or form so that you can manipulate them later on. That's all how you guys decide to play. All right. So any questions before we get started? No. Roll a 20. All right. So (laughs) I'm going to start off and here's the introduction. Oh, by by the way, I am not infallible. So if you're questioning a rule... um, you know, say something. If there, if there's a well, that doesn't seem right. Say something. Um, I'm definitely not, you know, not the not the the best person. And granted, I haven't DM'd in probably ten years or so, so I'm a little rusty. So, so if we all die, it's really your fault. Well, I've designed this game around you all dying. Oh no, 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 no! So, because your lack yes. of tenure DMing, it's your fault. If yeah. we die. Well, no, it's going to be my fault anyways. I take full responsibility. <laughs> well, that's the whole premise of the game, anyway. Yeah, we're all going to die. You're all going to die, but you could make it out if you think through it logically. All right. So, without further ado, what's your definition of hell? Everyone has their own little slice reserved for them. In this place, everything is hell. You're all criminals, shipped here for one reason or another. There are some really bad men here. The boss runs the show. Even though you've never seen him, you have seen his influence. Though you've never been close enough to listen, you've heard his words. The boss's influence drives the planet, this prison. If you hadn't had to deal with him, uh, if you haven't had to deal with the boss directly, you've dealt with his thugs. And he makes this place a living hell for the rest of. Some say the boss is an old warden. Some say he's the head of maintenance crews. No one really knows anymore. There isn't a warden. Not in the traditional sense. There is no atmosphere outside. The temperature goes from negative 500 to 1,000 degrees in seconds. The only thing keeping you alive are the cold metal walls and the maintenance crews that keep things running. Some of the maintenance crews are prisoners themselves. But... We're all prisoners here now. The guards, the cooks, everyone. No one ever leaves. More show up. Some disappear. But no one ever leaves. No one ever escapes this hell. Information about the outside world is a commodity. Bought and sold here. Most of the time, it's beaten out of prisoners who show up. Sometimes a guard hears something from the supply crews. The Empire is all but fallen. The Death Star has been destroyed by the rebellions in its full swing. The clones were bad enough, but this new war, the rebellion, is bringing more and more people into this little jewel of the galaxy. There are no communications out. No one would believe you if you could tell them where you were. You don't even know this place existed before you came here. If you did, you wouldn't have done whatever it is you did. 
There's been a few murmurs of plans of people trying to escape from time to time. There are always someone thinking that they may make it out. A couple of times you've seen a riot start up and everyone gets shut down. That's what, that's what we call it here. They send out a sound or a gas that drops everyone to their knees. Your head swims, your guts hurt, and you feel like you're underwater. Well, you know, some of you live underwater. For those who like being underwater, near a chemical plant. Uh, I digress. Where was I? Riots, yes. Uh, riots will kick up, and then we'll all get shut down. No, and then one by one, we all get dragged back to our cells. There are no fancy electronic cells here, just cold, gray metal bars. They even coated them with a special chemical that when the bars get scratched or anything, they signal for repairs, because when you wake up, the bars are back to looking brand new. As a lot of people have disappeared, or have been disappearing, it started out with, with just the troublemakers, fights, stealing, etc. They'd go missing. Then it leaked into random people disappearing, people you know, people you've worked with. Uh, gone. People have blamed the boss and his thugs. Is the boss a him? I don't know. I've never met him. What do you mean? What do you mean going outside? Shut up. I'll talk to you later. I, I, I just told you information's a commodity. Fine. Already. I already told you the Death Star was destroyed. The Empire was pretty much been on the defensive since then. There are even rumors that one of the Jedis came back, but Vader killed him. Who's Vader? The Dark Vader guy. You know, he's always wearing black and stuff and vades through one of those breathing things. Will you let me finish here? Okay, shut up. Okay. So, here you are, stuck in this hellhole. You're all making it off the planet. You aren't making it off the planet alive. So dig in and slice out your own piece of hell and call it happy. Today was the same type of day as any other. Except it's a supply run day. All the guards are on high alert and doubled up. All prisoners, are, uh, all prisoners that are maintenance crew workers have been brought off and they're in the yard or their cells. Supply run days are brutal. You get out of your cell once for an hour. The rest of the time you're stuck in a single room with two or three other inmates. They use, they use a shuffle system here so that you're never in the same room two days in a row. It's a pain for everyone, but it keeps down on any two people getting too close or someone owning anything that they don't that they can't carry. You all, oh, hold on, stop. Uh, you, you all are at the tail end of your hour. You're, you took the time to go to the mess hall and get something to eat, since it's always a shot in the dark if the guards would deliver on supply day. There are typical chatter in the mess hall. There, there were fewer people here than normal, but wanted, to, but you wanted to get. Uh, most wanted to get into the yard and exercise. Every, everything looked the same anyways. Gray metal walls, cold, dark hallways, bad lighting. All has been your home. The only way you can tell the guards from the inmates is the guards wear bright blue jumpers instead of white ones. All of the prisoners wore white jumpsuits, even the Wookiees. They looked very uncomfortable, but rules were rules. Hint, don't piss off the Wookiees. They're the only ones who don't have to say do anything for the boss. Now, the room you're in, the room is a fairly large mess hall. It, it can hold a good hundred people with ease. All the walls are gray metal and moderately sized bay-style plexiglass window. Oh, sorry, there is a moderately sized plexiglass window at one end. On the opposite end, you've got your dispensing machines, where you've got all sorts of different, uh, you know, just just kind of vending machines areas. Um, if you look out the window, you can actually see the supply tunnel that, where the supply ships actually land and feed in. Usually the supply ships will disappear behind the tunnel after they come in. There's a bunch of tables around uh, that are magnetically locked to the ground, and there are chairs that are similarly magnetically locked to the ground, but they're on a track so that they can't actually physically move, but or they can't move up off, but they can still be attached to the ground. Um, the dispensers are on the side of the wall, and you pretty much can guarantee that the food is never emptied out of it, and they're cleaned maybe once a day. The guards are circling the room like scavenger birds, waiting to pounce on a fresh kill. 
One of the few maintenance droids left is working on one of the dispensers. The droids only ever get brought out on supply days. All right, so here's what I want everybody to do. I need everybody to roll me a perception check. All right. Uh, Blue Shark, 16. Okay. Matman, 10. Okay. So we're at 18. Okay. <clears throat> it's been a while for me. Do I add in my perception to it? Yes. Oh, oh. plus my perception. Okay. That makes mine a 20. Okay. <clears throat> oh, shit. Matman, you make your hang on. Yeah, it makes Matt Man's eleven. <laughs> okay, so um, Matt Man, do me a favor and mute us because you can't hear this. My mute you guys mute us oh, so you can't hear us. I have a nineteen. Okay, with my perception. I am. How the hell do I mute you guys? I'm thirty. No, I'm I'll just take my headbuds out. Twenty-two. Yeah, there you just, go. just take the post, headbuds out. Post in chat. Post in chat I'll, when I'll I can put them back in. in. All right, so for you guys, what you see is you notice outside of the window, one of the shuttles that carries the supplies has started to drift away from the dock and is actually sliding towards part of the prison. Okay, Matt, man, jump back in. All Where right. Where are you? All right, Matt, man, you back? And I'm back. All right, cool. So they just <clears> heard <throat> what they heard. So... Boom! You hear a loud sound that makes your ears pop and your chest heavy. Alarms start going off all over the place and the guards start running. You're moving, uh, everybody's moving from space to space now. You're just trying to figure out what's going on. You're telling each other, telling, telling each area and stay put. Okay, so the guards are running around basically. They're running from table to table and screaming at people, don't move, stay where you are. Um, you hear some of the prisoners start yelling back at the guards. Some of the, uh, some of the inmates actually get struck down to their knees because you see them talking back. One of them gets dropped right down with a club right to the back of the knee and you give a, at, for yelling at one of the guards. One of the prisoners even tries to grab the club. The poor gentleman is now lying down in a small pool of red and gray. You think his name was Giac, a rather devious Twilik who was a, who's been in multiple scraps before. All right, Madman, pull your earbuds out for a quick second again. All right. They're off. Okay, so you guys are still looking out that window, and you see that the ship has collided with a part of the building and is now bouncing back and forth between the, between the tunnel, the supply tunnel, and part of the prison. You see a secondary fire start up on the, shuff, sh- uh, on the shuttle, and small pieces of specks, you see debris falling out of these holes in the side of the shuttle. You see the ship explode, and you grab onto the locked-down tables for support, knowing what is coming next. All right. All right, back in. Okay, so, boom, a secondary blast. The plexiglass on the side of the wall where the the, uh, windows were bursts in, and metal and shards go everywhere into the room. Um, all the sound is replaced in the room by the sound of rushing air as the wind bursts through. Now, several of you had the, had the smartness to grab onto a chair. Unfortunately, Matt Man, you did not. I need you to make an uh, make an acrobatic check for me. So roll uh, a twenty and add your acrobatics to it. Oh my God, I'm gonna die! All right, I'm scrolling. Already, down. Matt Man. Jeez. <laughs> Bye, guy. <laughs> Um, I am a 15. Okay. So this burst of plexiglass goes through. You see people and bodies fly, start flying out the, out the opening prisoners gar- uh, You notice that the guards actually activated some of the, some of the guards activated their magnetic locked boots. Some of them unfortunately did not and got sucked out as well. You see the body of Giac start bouncing back and forth as it gets caught into one of the tables. Um, you realize that Giac is no longer with us, and you see his limbs all tangled in the chair, and parts of him just start to kind of fly off as the air is sucked out. Um, next, uh, next thing you, uh, everything around you is turning into rushing water, and the room is getting completely and ice cold. I need the other three people. I need you guys to do a strength check for me right now. 
right. Okay. And I need to add it to um, my strength number. Add, add not your strength number, but the modifier. That's a 20, right? You roll a 20-sided die and then add your strength modifier. That's the number to the right of the strength. Uh, let's see here. Wrong one. 21. Okay. I, uh, 15. 20. I have a 32. No, no, you're, you're not adding the modifier. You're adding your strength to it. Just add the modifier to it. Oh, okay. Um, so your modifier is 1. All right, 20. Okay. So you three... Hold on to the table, and you actually hang on. Um, uh, um, Blue Shark, your character starts to slide a little bit, but you still hang on. Matman, you go flinging through towards the towards the <laughs> gaping big opening that's uh, now so where the side of the wall bitch. is. As you got as as he's flinging towards it, you start noticing that the air, the atmosphere pulling out of this room, is actually starting to bend the metal of the wall outwards. That's how much force is there. You're all starting to get a little bit lightheaded and your chest is feeling extremely heavy as you realize that there's no Am I close to this him? room. Next to Matman? No, no, he was unfortunately farther enough away. You were all, all right. near the same table, but it, it opened up too quickly and bam, he was gone. It's, is Jock gone or is he still close to me? Jock is actually stuck in one of the tables. You're already airborne. Okay. Jock and... breaks loose from, from the table as one of his as one of his joints dislocate and his limb tears off. You see Poor a Josh. mass of blood and gore as his body goes flinging towards the window. <laughs> Actually, right next to you, Matt, man. A oh, second later, spray. you hear this loud whoosh, clang. There's a deafening metal clang as the safety wall slides down in front of where the window was. An 18-inch thick wall of high-impact steel slides down in milliseconds. The momentum of the escaping atmosphere still carries... Matt man, right towards the wall. However, you were quick enough on your feet that as you tagged the wall, you leaned into it, you bounced off of it with your feet, and you landed, fell over to your side, but you still took no damage from actually that landing. You dastardly Ooh. survived that. I'm a ninja. Call me a ninja. The, literally, <laughs> the, the wall slides down, and bodies were caught midstream. Bodies cut in half. You see parts of them still stuck in the wall. Um... Ooh. The guards deactivate their, their magnetics boots. Uh, but, you know, um, well, let me read back here. Uh, the movement of the escaping atmosphere towards the wall. Several of the guards were able to activate their magnetic boots before being escorted out of the building by physics. Everyone is trying to catch their breath. It takes a moment for you to regain some sense of hearing. Your ears are ringing and the temperature has dropped significantly. You can see your breath. Um, some of the tables and chairs have mists of frost covering them now. That's how cold it's gotten in there. So, what do you guys want to do? All right, so the atmosphere in the room stabilized. The, the sliding metal wall came down. It's, a, it's an 18-inch right. thick, high-impact steel, basically wall, slid down in front of the windows. Can I get a count on guards? Like how many? You see three guards left in the room. Do you want to look for uh, how many? You dead? just want to do a quick count. How many dead guards? Okay, you see one dead guard split mostly diagonally, caught in the uh, in the wall, basically. Okay, I would like to like to run over to it and loot it. Okay, um, as you start running towards it, the guard yells, "Stay put! Nobody move!" All um, right, I'll stop. <laughs> What do you want to do, Madman? Ninja. What do I want to do? I no. want to gain the, the guard's attention. Okay. Um, just by waving your hands? What are you, what are you trying to do? Um, actually, I will, start, I will start going towards the guards. Okay. Um, as you start getting close to the guards, you, uh, you notice that there's... Um, I said there was three guards, right? Yes. Yes, one's by the door, and two which you're approaching that are in mid-room. Um, as you start approaching them, you realize that their magnetic boots have not been deactivated. Um, as you walk up there, they just say, stay right there. What is it, inmate? I will proceed to ask them, 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I want to do. All right. Um, Blue Shark, what uh, would you like to do while Matt Man is engaging those two guards? I'd like to take advantage of the situation. Um, how close am I to any guard? To a living or dead one? Uh, both living and dead. You are roughly 30 feet away from the living ones and roughly 20, 15 to 20 feet away from the dead ones. Or the dead one that you can get to. Uh, are the guards um, focused on Matman? Or are Currently, Matman has their attention. But they are still... They're still... Scanning the room. Yeah, they're still scanning the room, but they, they're, most of their attention is directed at Matman. All right. I'd like to um, stand in front of the... Uh, to block their path. Um, their side of view from the dead guard to give um, Zyber a chance to loot the body again. Okay. So you position yourself um, in between. There's the two guards. You position yourself between him. Uh, Matman's there, and you're basically positioned yourself between Matman. Well, Matman is positioned between you and the guards, but you've lined yourself up so you're giving a little bit more cover. Are you yes. Are you doing anything else? No. I'm trying okay. not to draw attention. Zyberblood, what are you doing? I'd like to sneak over to that dead guard. Okay, roll me a... Let's go... Uh. Let's go roll me a stealth check. Alright, and that's 20 also? That's a 20-sided die plus your stealth. Holy shit, okay. Um, um... <laughs> my uh, stealth, what is that? Good horse. Uh, uh, that's 21. Okay. So you make it over. Um, you, you very easily get over there without pri- uh, getting any attention brought over to yourself. Uh, as you start searching the guard, what's left of him, um, you start tugging at his clothing, and he kind of peels away from the wall a little bit. Uh, there's still parts of him caught underneath the wall. As you start tugging away, you see a stun baton on the guard. Yes. I'm going to take it. Okay. You liberate that stun baton, and it is you can put it underneath your equipment. It does yep. 1d6 for clubbing and 2d6 for stun. 1d6 for club? For club and 2d6 six if you put it on stun. 2d6 stun. All right. All right. Um, uh, D, are you are, you are actually not in this area yet, so you are actually, you're not here yet. You're you're not in the same room. Okay. Uh, gotcha. Uh, yeah. One more question. Was his uh, mag boots still on him? Uh, the, the mag boots were destroyed. All right. All right. Um, boom. There's another crash. Only a lot smaller. Another Another boom, only a lot smaller. Some of the inmates burst through the door and bum rush two of the guards, uh, the two guards that Matt Man are standing in there and talking at. Uh, the fight was over before it began. The one guard that was left sitting there basically puts his hands up because the inmates came in with shivs and, uh, and batons, and he gives up because he realizes that he's severely outnumbered. Um, a uh, a Bonthan named of Josh rushes up and motions towards you guys and goes, come on, we're getting out of here. Can I? Can Matt roll for a loot the guard that I gave up? Oh, you want to search him? Absolutely. Uh, you yeah. find a stun baton on him. Perfect. Um, can I roll? For yeah, I would love to take it. Another guard. Uh, absolutely. The other two guards, unfortunately, their stun batons were were completely evacuated. When were they when free things, of all other loot? Uh, they have nothing else on them. Okay. I mean, they have their they have their jumpsuit and they have their boots, but they have nothing else on them. Oh. Roll for the boots. You don't have to roll. You want them? Yeah. Okay. I want boots. <laughs> okay. You two grab the magnetic boots that were attached to those two guards that were beating the crap out of and killed. Um, so you take the boots back. You take the boots. You can put them in your inventory. Your mag yep. boots take a... Just a heads up. Your mag boots take a swift action to activate during combat or... Um, you can activate them freely when you're not in combat, but you have to declare that you've activated them at, you know, uh, 
when it, when things happen. So if you're going to activate them as a reaction, you have to roll as a reaction to say that you you tagged them or not. And remember to mention when you deactivate them, or you'll be stuck. Or you're stuck. Yes. I just got some messages. Who did I get messages from? All right. Nobody. Okay, good. And that baton, does that, does that do anything for me? The stun baton does 1d6 as a club and 2d6 as a stun damage. So you can put that underneath your equipment on your character sheet. All right, character sheets. All right, hold on. Oh, actually, you can put it under, not under equipment, under, under weapons. <laughs> Is my weapons sheet. I stuffed that shit in my pocket. And it's a bashing type weapon, if you're wondering. It's a it's a it's a bashing or bludgeoned weapon. Well, I can't even find where the weapons uh, weapons the left are. Ha- it's left hand side, right underneath where it says fortitude, referen- uh, reflexes, oh. and willpower. First page. Right. Weapons. So what do, what do I put? Baton. I would so just enter stun, stun baton. Uh, stun attack baton. is attack is just your base attack, which would be one, and damage is one d six or two d six if you have it on stun. Now, to switch it back and forth between stun is a swift action during combat. And we'll get to swift action. Once we get to a combat situation, we'll we'll call out and tell you. Alrighty. So, um, the Bonthan motions to you once more and then starts starts moving very quickly for the door. What would you like to do? The Bonthan does? The Bonthan that came in and said, come I'm on, we're getting out of here. I I also would like to stay, not go not go with him. Okay. I'll uh, I'll stay. All right. Do you guys want to talk amongst yourselves or anything like that, or do you want to move right on? Um, they're the party that rushed in and pushed the guards. Uh, they're gone now, right? They left with the Bonten. So currently, you have right. several dead bodies in the room. Uh, they took the guard with them the guard that surrendered and uh, there's a, a couple of inmates hanging right. around They're They're more, they're what? still, they're still trying to figure out what the hell just happened. Um, what I'd like to do is, uh, keep a, a bit of distance on following behind that group that just left. Okay. So you'd like to go out there, but you'd like to follow behind them as if you are trying not to be noticed. I'm assuming. Exactly. Okay. And what are the other two doing? I'm actually going to stop him and try, attempt to communicate. Well, go ahead. Just talk to him. Um, all right. What 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 is your plan here? Because we were all stuck in this, this same area, and we kind of ca- came through and got lucky. Okay, so let's pause, yeah. for, let's pause for just a quick second here. So um, Matt Man's character is a Zabrak. He stands about, I think, 1.6 meters or 1.8 meters. And he, uh, actually, she, Batman's character is actually female. Um, a Zabrak, if you're curious what they look like, they have, you know, the females have longer hair. Um, Batman's character keeps it in a ponytail or a small bun. And they have spiky horns. Think of Darth Maul. Uh, that's kind of what they look like without all the black and, and stuff. They have normal skin tone colors with, you know, bits of horns sticking out of their bodies. Uh Zyberblood's character is actually a Twi'lek, a male Twi'lek uh, that has a very pale blue skin um, and the normal Twi'lek. Oh, I'm not a red. Nope, you're not red. Sorry. And Blue Shark's character is a Bonthan. Uh, Bonthan is kind of, what's the best way to describe them? They look kind of like a cross between a a bear and like a, maybe a, a... Maybe like a Bigfoot almost. Um, yeah. they, they stand around yeah. 1.6, 1.8 meters tall, I believe, and they are covered with hair. They have uh, ears, very, very large, prominent ears. And mm-hmm. that's who you're looking at right now. That's what you're seeing around when you're looking. So go right ahead. Keep talking. Honey, you might have some uh, lovely bits hanging off your chest, but uh, I got plans here. Plans of my own at that. Then as you were. All right. <laughs> All right, Blue Shark. Um, so you see 
Zyberblood's characters start heading towards the door, and Metman's character just kind of gives a, you know, hands up, okay, you do your thing. What is your what is your choice? You may be muted though, so you might want to take yourself off mute. Hey Zabrak. Yeah. What are you in for? I was uh <clears throat> I was kinda captured here under uh doing some stuff for Darth Vader himself. So I was an accomplice on, on many things not specific. Hmm. How about you? It worked for Darth Vader. What happened? Why did uh, why things go south? Well, let's see. There was a Death Star that blew up, so that was probably be a big problem. As you guys are talking, and uh, Zyberblood's character actually exits the door, heads into the hallway. You still hear alarms going crazy. Um, you now start hearing the sound of metallic boots, magnetic metallic boots, start pounding down one of the hallways at the far end, the opposite door that Zyberblood went out of. All right. Well, we could sit around talking, but I say we get out of here. Let's go the way he went, away from the boots. Absolutely. More than one of us is probably going to be a better situation than being alone. Agreed. Okay, so as you guys head out into this this hallway here, you follow the group straight down the hall. And it's a long, it's a long winding hall. There are several doors on either side. Um, most of them are completely locked down at this moment. Uh, can you see this at all? Barely. Barely. Try a pen, in all honesty. How about that? Is that better? That works. Oh, yeah. Darker lines, baby. Yes. Okay, so here you've got where your window is busted open, and here is the hallway that you're walking down. Okay? So you start following them down. And as you, you're keeping your distance so that they don't see you, but they're moving at a fairly quick clip, you realize very quickly that they're heading towards um, you're, they're heading towards the supply tunnel. Uh, and you, you, you realize very quickly that that's, that's the direction that they're going. Um, they're, you're getting very, very close to the area of the prison for solitary confinement. Um, you're starting to hear a lot of banging on doors, uh, things of that nature. Where the hell are you, Microbrew? There you are. I'm uh, the got Julia Hannigan. Yeah, no, no, no. I got. To, I'm, I'm typing you in chat. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean over and talk to uh, to Blue Shark here and uh, let him know that everybody's kind of heading the same direction for supplies. I don't know if we want to continue continue following that because I feel like that might be an internal onslaught for fighting for supplies. Well, like you said, there pretty much every single door in that corridor is locked, so it's a pillbox wow. regardless. Okay, as you guys are starting to walk through, you're hit, you, you again are hearing more and more pounding on these doors for solitary confinement. I want to uh, speed up my pace. Okay. What I need you guys to do is uh, I need you guys to roll a 20. Perception. I need you to roll a 20 and give me a perception check. Um, okay. Uh, reader. Perception. Perception. Where are you? So we add our I have an 18. perception. Yeah, you have a perception number. You add or subtract that roll to your perception. 19. 18. 14. Okay. So um, as you're standing there, you start to uh, – what's uh, the best way to describe this? The, the hairs start to stand up, the little hairs, like on the back of your neck, start to stand up. And you start to feel almost an electricity in the air. Um, something almost – it's something that you've, you've, never, you've never truly felt before. 
that you can that you can define in your life. The only time that you can really say that you've found something even close to that is kind of when you've uh, when you've done something super daring or super dastardly or something that really should have gotten you killed and it didn't. At that moment in time, all of a sudden you see one of the doors for solitary confinement just burst open, uh, come completely off of its hinges, and it slams against the wall right next to all of you. Uh, you you all kind of felt what was going on. And How far am I back. ahead of them? Uh, ahead, no, no, you, they caught up to you. So, basically, <laughs> surprise, motherfucker. So basically, I want to. I'm going to sprint. Well, they caught up to you. Well, hold on a second. So they caught up to you, and basically, as they started talking, you stopped to turn around for a quick second, and that's when all of a sudden, boom, that door flies over and hits the wall. Uh, as the dust kind of starts to settle, you see a human female kind of stroll out into the into the hallway, kind of look left and look right um average, is she attractive average, uh average size average attract average um attractiveness i mean oh. you know you're a twillick so you you know you'll you'll bang anything um right i mean <laughs> highly sexual race here so uh as as this person busts out you realize that they're wearing very very filthy uh white coveralls you know white jumpsuit um like they've like they've haven't had a change of clothes given to them in, in a very, very long time. Uh, so you guys, what do you guys want to do? Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, just run up to her, tell her, let's go. Can Matman look around and see if there's any oh, yeah. dead, bo- uh, dead bodies in this hallway? Um, actually, funny thing you say that, you actually see that one of the doors, as you're looking around, one of the doors for solitary confinement is slightly ajar. I'd like to open it, try to, try to move it. Okay. Um, you slowly pull the door open and on the, on the inside of this door, you, you see, uh, the most horrific sight that you could possibly ever think of. There are three guards in there. And, well, what you can assume is three guards. You, you see six pairs of legs, let's put it that way. Uh, the rest of them are just mashed hamburger, look like they've been pulled apart uh, just from the inside out. There's gore and sinew everywhere. And over in the corner, you see a, uh, a very small-looking being kind of back in the dark corner. Um, and you hear like almost a low growl. I'm not gonna go in the room. I can tell you that much. Okay. Can I attempt to communicate to it? Absolutely. Ask, ask him who he is or you, what it is. Um, you hear it, as you try to talk. It just kind of gives a a, a a half squeak, half screech, half gibberish kind of. You know, just, just, uh, it obviously does not understand what you're saying. And as it starts to, as you start to, as you keep trying to say, hey, what's going on? Are you okay? Et cetera, et cetera. Um, you, you can see that you're visibly making it more agitated. Okay. I'm going to try, I'm going to leave. Okay. Go back in the hallway. Okay. Um, Bouchard, is there a have... way to, cl- is there a way to close the door again? Absolutely. You close the door and you uh, you attempt to bolt it, but you realize that the magnetic bolts are are no longer active. Um. So I'm. Is there any skill that I have that I can override any kind of any kind of machinery? Is there any like kind of like pin pad or anything next to it? Um. It is a mechanical. You notice that it is a mechanical magnetic lock, and you see that there is a mag uh, a mechanical override on it. Can I, I attempt, attempt to, to close the override or okay. use the override? And Matt, man, I uh, I made a slight mistake. Your mechanic skill should be seven, not two. So if I said that to you wrong, it's down at the bottom underneath skills. Your mechanics should be seven and not two. Mechanics, mechanics. All right, seven, not two. Correct. Yeah, I, w- I want to close the door and lock it if okay. I can. Go ahead and roll a 20. Just give me a mechanics check. Oh, okay, not computer. <clears throat> All right, I got... Where are you at? Um, I've got a 19. 
Okay. Um, it was a fairly complex system. Uh, not meant to be overridden without specialized tools, but you were able to take part of your. Uh, you were able to take the butt of your your stun baton, actually crack the case on the side, and you were able to physically close the magnetic lock on it. Um, Hot wire lock, nice. Basically, yeah. Is, is, oh, go ahead. is the creature inside doing it? Can I see the creature inside anymore? Uh, like through a window or anything? Looking through the slot, you just see darkness and gore. You don't see where the creature is anymore. Okay. D, what would you like to do? I'm going to start proceeding down the hallway in the uh, direction that everybody else went. Okay. Are you all going down that way, or are you choosing different paths? You basically are, uh, you've got two the, choices. You can go down the hallway the towards chick? where they were going, or you can go back behind you towards where the... So is the chick uh, listening to me and coming with me? Well, basically following you down. She, she's going down the direction that all the other people went down. All right. I like to look around. Okay. Um, Quickly. Other than that one door being unlocked, all the other doors seem to be locked. All right. Proceed quickly down the hallway. Yeah, that's that's my sense. Going with everybody. Okay. Um, What I need you to do is I need everybody to roll me a perception check one more time. All right. A 20. 18, rather. Uh, Uh. I got an 18 as well. Okay. Let me check. 27. Perception. Uh, 15. Okay. Um, basically, Blue Shark, uh, everybody else notices it, and they just kind of motion at you. You start to hear again the me- the metallic clangs as it comes up. So you've uh, you've gone down this hallway, and you've come to a crossroads. Okay. So a T? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, no, more more of a crossroads. Oh, you you uh, come up right. to an actual distinct crossroads. So as you uh, as you get to this crossroads, there are small. It looks like small alcoves where they would have like vending machines or something like that, or mechanical bot droid bays, something like that. But you see small Mouse places states. all around. But you hear metal boots clanging down. Uh, you can't tell how many, but you definitely can hear them, and they're getting closer. Now the the whole crew, the, the rest of those people that you were following, they continued on going straight. But that's also where you hear that metallic clang coming from. Which way would you like to go? I'm going to turn left. I'd like, you guys want to talk I'd about like it? I'd like to know um, if I know anything more about this facility. Like, know what's in which direction. All right, give me a knowledge check. Okay. Same here. Uh, yeah. That's going to be a 20 also, right? One at a time, one at a time. So it's going to be a twenty-sided ch- dice, and add whatever your knowledge check is of it. If you have something specifically for um, buildings or anything like that, you can add that to it. Um, would that be my wisdom? Or would... uh, it, knowledge is down on the skill sheet. Mm-hmm. With my uh, uh, modifier, I have an eighteen. I have 24 with my modifier. Um, actually, no, wait. Um, I include both of my knowledges because I have two. No, no, just the one. Just the one. So one's, one's business, one's history. So I include. No, so you would just do um, – so you're actually you're, – you're not going to take your train skill on it. You would just add whatever your ability mod is. So you'd be adding two to yours. Because uh, those knowledge is unfortunately oh. specific, and if you don't know it specifically, okay, then it's seventeen. Okay, so you know that uh, going down in this direction, uh, where the where the pencil is laying now, you you know because you've been around this this place long enough, uh, you know that down that direction was where the old warden's office was, and cr- uh, not crew quarters, but um, like guard stations per se uh mm-hmm. going towards um not necessarily the entrance to the building but uh to where possibly ship ports were you know that going down this direction actually led going where the arrow was where you hear the metallic clanging boots that was actually to where the ship dock was the uh the the supply tunnel where you know all the supply ships would dock and going left 
you you're not a hundred percent sure what was down there because you you were only ever brought down there once, but you think that down that way is the infirmary. Right. How how far how far ahead? I want to talk to. Cecil, right. what's up? How far ahead of Blue Shark am I? Um, you actually, you guys are kind of right here. Uh, Zyberblood, Blue Shark, and Matman. And do you see D D's character actually start to head down this right hallway? To the warden's office. All right. I'm still going to head left. Okay. So, Zyberblood is heading towards the infirmary. That man's gonna ask Blue Shark what he where he wants to go. Okay, so right now what you guys see, uh, you and Matt Man and Blue Shark, you're standing at this crossroad. The metallic clangs are getting louder. You see D's character has gone over to the right, and you see Zyberblood's character has gone to the left. And we lost Blue Shark for a second, but we'll get him back. Yes, we did. Uh, you can use Discord too, Madman. Blue Shark, my Blue Shark, where hast thou gone? Da, 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 da. So I'm just using which way are you going in? Uh... We'll edit out the silence later. <laughs> I was about to say, cue the Jeopardy music. My mute button wouldn't turn. <laughs> I'll take angel bum covers for a thousand dollars. These beads on a string induce rectal pleasure. Alrighty, so I guess I will play Blue Shark's character for the moment. So Blue Shark's character looks over at you and says, Well, I don't want to go down that down the way with metallic clanging. But, uh, geez, I mean, we got a split up group here, so I really don't know which way to go. Um, I'm, I'm more inclined to follow the chick, though. Which way? Which direction did the chick go? She went down to the towards the right, towards the warden's office. I'm I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna advise that we go that way as well. Okay, so you two crank down that way. So we're this is where it gets a little bit dicey because now I've got to play two different two different groups. So as we start talking, just try to ignore what the other group sees. I know it's going to be tough, but just try to ignore what the other group sees. Don't let that influence how you're playing the game. So, D, as you start running down there, you see um, Matman and Blue Shark's character. You're good, going towards the crew side. Uh, perfect. Hold on, let me see. So, D, you see those those two jumping up behind you, and Blue Shark, uh, Blue Shark's character, uh, the Bonten, kind of looms up to you and says, uh, uh, "Hey, human." Human girl, for hold on a second. Wait a second. Why? Why yes. are you going down this way? Because it's away from the uh, boots, and this is towards the warden's office. Well, how do you know that this is the warden's office way? Because I do. All right. Good. That's what I heard. Blue shark, you back? Yes. Good. That was me just playing as you for a second. Um, so you guys start heading down that way and you see, uh, there, there, it's basically almost looks like a, you, you get a hallway. Once you get to it, you get to kind of a T hallway. And in that T hallway, there are several doors. Um, honestly looking through here, everything looks very, very old and unused. Um, there's a guard station down here, but it looks like it hasn't been used in forever. And it looks like you're actually leading into almost another wing of the prison. 
that you've never actually visibly seen before. Um, it's, uh, you know, there, there's, there's broken glass. You just get a very, very eerie feeling. The, the cold gray walls are, are, are kind of starting to, uh, you know, know how, like when you get walls that sweat when there's been a lot of humidity in an area? And you get like the uh, sweat down the walls. It almost looks like that. You can you can see where there's corrosion marks on these cold gray walls, um, and it just you get a really really eerie feeling from this. So bounce over to Zyberblood for a quick second. So Zyberblood, right. you went down the opposite direction. Um, yes. You went towards the uh, infirmary. And you guys know that the, you actually have a pretty good concept that the infirmary is down there but every time you've ever been brought there you've either been unconscious or bleeding or whatever but you know that there's people who try to help you when you get down there um so getting down there as you come around as you peel around a corner you see another group of inmates and they're armed with shivs and uh and and clubs and they look over at you and they just oi what are you doing Oh, same thing you're doing, buddies. Trying to get some supplies. Maybe get out of here. See some big titty girlies. Hey, get a drink. Don't call us, buddy. Oh, come on now. It's all good. We're all friends here. Um, roll a uh, roll a deception check for me. All right. Okay, deception. I have an 18 with my deception. Okay, so you see the, the the one larger inmate of the group. There's about five of them. The one larger inmate of the group kind of gives you a look over and says, all right, come on with us then, but stay back a little ways. Absolutely, man. Whatever you say. Right. And we're going to end it there for the evening, gentlemen. Hope you guys had a lot of fun. I know I had a lot of fun. We're going to switch into the next episode next week or possibly the week after. But Matman, tell me where they can find you at. On Twitter, I am Matman. Uh, I kind of got my uh, my Twitch uh, up through kind of like a laptop, so it's kind of has nice Twitch alerts, has a nice overlay. It looks pretty. Um, but you can find me on that on twitch.tv forward slash DPS underscore Matman. Come hang out. Blue Shark, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Twitter or at Blue Shark 45. Uh, you can find me on Twitch. Um, I've recently decided to start uh, streaming my ugly mug along with my gaming. Uh, Twitch.tv slash the Blue Shark 45. And uh, I'm going to poke around in Beam a little bit more, and you can find me at beam.pro slash bluesharp45. D, where can people find you at? They can find me at microbrewgamers with a Z, not an S at the end, dot com. Uh, also look for the same microbrewgamers uh, for YouTube or Twitch. And that's where you can find me. Cyberblood. All right. People can find me at uh, Twitter at Zyberblood. That's Z-Y-B-E-R-B-L-O-O-D. And on Twitch, same thing, Cyberblood. And pretty much everything else, Cyberblood. And this is Cecil. You can find me at Cecil vs. Games. Uh, please listen, rate, review, subscribe. Get us out there. We also have a Discord channel going. If you'd like to join in, follow our Twitter at GNA Podcast. We're always posting it there. We hope to soon have a Facebook group going as well. It's going to be GNA Podcast. And you can also email email us at gnapodcast at gnainyourdna.org. So please, let us know what you think. If you want to be on the show, message us. Jump on. Get the word out there. Let us know what you think. All right? So everybody, thank you for joining in on this uh, this wonderful cherry-popping RPG night. Hope you all have a great evening. Goodbye now. Night at you later. Great games, great beer. We're out of here.